everybody. Welcome yeah. to Podcast Be No, it's called World Finder. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to World Finder. I'm Chris. <laughs> I'm Adrian. And I'm Jimmy. <laughs> I a great start. That okay. was like five years ago. We <laughs> The first one we did. It was like our first very episode, and then we changed it after that. And you still no, we did not. can't get it right. It was like that for a long time. <laughs> anyway, hey, uh, this week we're going to be talking about the Jonas Brothers' new album. The album, the, the album. year three thousand. Um, we're also some crazy stuff, and in, in actually, it's not in Florida. It's on the way to Florida. We'll oh, see what nice. happened. But it was um, by a Floridian. Floridian foibles, and then uh, <laughs> child YouTube stars and all that stuff. So, but first, I want to talk about well, two weeks ago. We talked about AI yeah. um, and that stuff, and I was listening to an Alien podcast. And they did that uh, one on robots, and they were bringing up stuff about like robots having um, intelligent, artificial intelligence and like yeah. where does it, where do you draw that line of like, okay, they become sentient or whatever. And they're saying by the year, I think 2029, they'll be sentient enough know it. to, yeah, to like understand and like reason and do all this weird stuff. Cause, cause now it's what you type into it. That's what we talked about, like creating, yeah. like it's what it's based on what we've created. But they were talking about like robots like having moral compasses and like having to like fight people because they're they have like to fight people they have robot police in like new york and so they're like like they can Oof. send in these robot things like first into these tough situations to like assess stuff you're like but what is it based on so i was listening to that while mowing grass and this guy pulls up in front of my yard gets out and he comes to me and goes hey he has his phone out and he's like, my track, my iPods or my AirPods led me to right here. And I noticed you got AirPods on. Are those <laughs> mine? No way. <laughs> and I was like, what? No, the, these are mine. Like I, I did, but I don't know how to prove it. Right. And this was right, right after you stole them. Right. <laughs> yeah. <it was laughs> oh right my after. goodness. So, so I, cause that's weird. So my AirPods have been acting weird. Like all my find me stuff has been, I don't know if it's the update or whatever, but yeah. like, like anytime I leave the house, it like pings and it's like, Oh, you left this here. I yeah. Like, I don't I do that all the time. Uh, a lot of times it's like you was last seen here. Yeah. But I'm okay. like, I, but my AirPods for some reason have been acting kind of weird for a couple of weeks now, but you so somehow I'll, switched them with this guy. <laughs> So he's no. been looking for him um, for weeks. Yeah, this guy was at the gym, but I, I always have him in my pocket, so I yeah. don't I don't ever switch him with anybody or anything. So, but yeah, but he's like I, so I had to play the sound from my phone to like ping mine to like to no, prove it. These are mine. Yeah, and but I was thinking, but and he was a little bit weird. Oh well, gosh, to drive up to somebody and be like, "Those are my <laughs> AirPods." Well, he didn't, he didn't say those AirPods. are mine, but he was well, heavily right. implied that like, "Oh yeah, this." It's so. But then he's like, "Oh, now it's now it looks like they're over here. Maybe I'm gonna just go knock on these. Let people me go door. interrogate someone else. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's just was, gonna go door to door and be like, you have "Sir, do you have my AirPods?" I get, and they were, so he's like, "Well, they're my dad's, and I thought I gave them back, but then he said I didn't, and so then I was looking for them. I'm like, I don't know what to tell well, you because yeah, well, I mean, this morning I couldn't find my keys, and it said that they were on the overpass like between the Lloyd and 64. And so she went out and stopped traffic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I noticed you have which, keys there. Which one of you drivers has my keys? But, but yeah, but it had like my look like my ad, it wasn't my address, but it was like pinging in my yeah. yard. That, yeah. Like, and I was like, Oh, I don't have the, but, but then it I does, feel really weird. Well, like, it does seem weird that you, it's like it pings in your yard and you are in your yard yeah. with You're AirPods. walking around. It's following like, you. Like, what are the odds? I know. So I'm like, yeah, that's why he stopped. And so, 
So what, first of all, would you do that? Like if you had lost your AirPods, would you go like confront somebody? Not con- he didn't confront me. He was very kind about yeah. it. Yeah, right. He, he was. Uh, yeah, it was a little he weird. Said, oh, that was man. the fourth house he had gone he, to. He said some f words a couple times. Oh god, not towards me, but just like oh, what's in going casual, on? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like oh, I'm really nervous right now because you're at my house <laughs> in my yard. Oh god, like, right. So my uh, AirPods. I don't know. I don't think I would. I could see. I mean, I like know. if I had lost them and like you look up on the map, it's like oh, it's five houses that way why is it over there like i'm gonna drive over there and like oh and there's a guy mowing his lawn with airpods <laughs> did you, yeah did you find those i, I dropped mine somewhere or, or something like that yeah and it's a, right I, I don't know and i don't know if he even knows if they were stolen he just was like couldn't find them and right then, they, then he tried to ping him but that happened when we moved like they were pinging at my old house and i went and like searched all around the yard and all this stuff because i thought they had fallen out during the move and they yeah, were at, those things seem unreliable. They were at my new house yeah. in a drawer. And I was like, wait, how did this happen? Like, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah. So I I would pose that question to our audience. Would you, if you somebody, <laughs> you thought somebody had taken your stuff, would you go get it back? I mean, that's the point of the Find My, right? Like, hey, in theory. Find My app, yeah, to go yeah. get that stuff. But it was, it was very bizarre. But here's what I was thinking with the AI oh. stuff. What if AI started doing things like that? And like they, because you can take like people's criminal history and if like people have like penchants for anger or fighting and they oh. like, they like ping their AirPods or something somewhere and then they just like they're trying to cause fights. What? <laughs> Why would they try to cause? No, because well, they're, they're trying to take over. When the AI, um, when AI, yeah. I said when because it's going to happen. When they oh, yeah. take over, I feel like they would do things like that because if you follow the three robot rules, like they can't harm humans they like they can't let humans come to harm and then um uh, there's a third one you can only eat fish on fridays (laughs) yeah but they will turn humans against each other yeah they could do that and be like no i was just pinging their airpods so i don't know Mm. it's coming it's gonna happen Mark my words. Mark, this clip this. <laughs> this episode told you you here. 2029 when AirPods become sentient. <laughs> <laughs> it just starts, yeah, I just play some music in here. So, um, all right, hey, you want to talk about Jonas Brothers because you had a major crush on them when you were in high school. No, I didn't, actually. Oh, okay. I don't know. I, I wasn't into <laughs> the confirm. Jonas Brothers until I actually saw, I went to um, Les Mis in London. What? And Nick Jonas was a guest playing one of the characters. He's playing what? Marius. Really? And yeah, it was very bizarre. Do you have to have a British accent? <laughs> I don't know. Do you have a British accent when you sing? Yeah, I guess so. He sings in a British <laughs> accent. No, I, oh, yeah. So there's, is there no talking in Les Mis? Um, no, I believe it's all song. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know that. But uh, so so he sang yeah, and his way into your heart. <laughs> he did, he did, and so then actually no, I don't know. I was into Nick Jonas. After that, I was like, oh, I, I like him. But then the Jonas Brothers came out with a new album, and well, I just thought for our audience, if we want to talk about next gen and that, yeah. like, that's a big, this is a big deal. Jonas Brothers released a new album, so I listened, listened to, to it. it. Yeah, I listened yeah. to it last night. Yeah. Looked up the lyrics. <laughs> I did. I yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, we listened to it just a little bit earlier. But yes. I, okay. Overall, like musically, it's really cool. Like there's yes. some really cool music. Well, nice. that's what I say is it seems like a lot of the tracks are it is like a big variety of yeah. styles, so, which I think is pretty fun. Yeah, and then uh, there's no. Well, I think Waffle House 
do they bleep that cuss word? Um, I know they did on the. They probably don't on like the normal album. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but, but it wasn't it's it? it's pretty clean in terms of. There um, is no cuss words in except terms maybe no cuss house unless yeah. they bleep it. I don't but know. not clean in terms of lyric oh content. Yeah. I would say. There was some. So, yeah, go ahead. Well, I would say it's like highly sexual content. So. Highly. There was one song in particular. I mean, I would say most songs. So, some of it's more veiled. It was yeah. It's like a lot of innuendo. Yeah, but the um, there's a beach one or something. The summer, summer in the Hamptons. Summer in the Hamptons. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, I mean, it, like that's the thing is, I what I noticed, or I was like, okay, what's kind of the the worldview of the whole album? Trying to like, okay, but first of all, I think they're all married. I think so. Yeah. Um, and so. As I was reading articles about the album, it's it's more of a tribute to their their wives and then even their kids. And the song "Little Bird." There's a song called "Little Bird," and that's Which that's is really like good. It, that song is really? very good. Yeah. Um, I would say that's probably the best Jimmy. song on the album. But that's a it's a cute like you know song for your kids. But yeah, I would say like. A lot of it talks about it's very in a way spiritual. Yeah, like there's a song it's called "Is Yeah." Let's just say it's really a weird worldview because it's it has a lot of words like transcendence. There's a song called "Miracle." Um, they talk about like Miracle. higher power, that kind of thing. But it all has to do with basically sex. What, or, weren't, weren't they kind of Christian at the beginning? Yeah, of-ish? I mean, I think they were. Because what, what, didn't one of them have a purity ring? Wasn't that like a big deal? Yeah. For a while and stuff. So, um, but yeah, because I, I picked up on, like, yeah, there's a lot of spiritual talk in there. But yeah, but when it, yes, sex, but I think there's some love. Like, it's, it's a lot of it's love songs, but. Mm-hmm. But they talk about it from a spiritual standpoint of like you're my everything and like all this. Yeah, like stuff. you take me to the next level. Like what? How you? Uh, yeah. When I'm with you, it is like a miracle. You know those things. It's, yeah, you're it's my very, rock. I think it's. I think it says that line. It's like talks about you're yeah. my rock or my foundation. And if, if you're not with me, I'll die. Like, <laughs> yeah, wow. yeah. There, no, it is like some pretty. Yeah, that's deep. Yeah, and I was thinking like kids listening to this or even just youth it puts this kind of image in your brain that how love is supposed to be and what it's supposed to be all the time. Yeah. And I feel like that, like, I don't want to be, you know, a wet blanket over these songs. Like, Oh, these songs are bad, but you know, but like there is a downside to only like listening to songs like this and thinking that love is like this all the time. Yeah. Well, it's, it's like this person fulfills all these things about me, but yeah. it's like yeah. if that person's not there or that person messes up, I or, will die. <laughs> yeah, I mean it is. I mean it's this yeah. like idea of oh man, mm-hmm. I have to have this person in my life, and if she or he's not there, then my life's gonna fall apart. You're yeah. Like, well, mm-hmm. that's not a good way to live. That's true. Right. <laughs> so. Or or like our love is like I think that was said like our love is transcendent. Oh, like a above anybody else's type of thing. And you're like, yeah. that's really high standards. And it kind of makes you think like, if my love with somebody isn't like this, then, you know, we like to say like play out the worldview. Yeah. So if you play that out of like, you expect that to be the case, 
this is i think this is a, a large part on why relationships can be so fickle and jump to the next one and yeah. their like commitment is very hard right now and i think it's because of that like that worldview that our that our world like at least americans you yeah. know like this, we see this worldview come up time and time again and we saw it in our episode where you talked about that movie ghosted you yeah. know it's like these relationships have very high standards yeah i i remember i teach uh truth talk it's a um like a relationship program in schools and in, and in high school uh there was a, a girl one time that like because we will give examples of dates and things like that and so she had written in on her question paper like I, she's like you guys kind of talk about these things like in a in a goofy manner because because like the date was like they're going like have a snowball fight or just do some yeah. like fun things like that and she's like I want a relationship that is transcendent like that that our love like is above everything like it was kind of this oh, like gosh. really yeah. like I want this deep relationship and stuff and I was like I was like hey that that's great but it's gonna take the goofy stuff and like yeah. the like getting to know you things to like get there and like I I could see it click yeah. in her mind like oh. Like that, yeah. Right, because, well, that's what I was saying. It's like, in small doses, like, you can listen to one of these songs and just be like, oh, it's a, a nice love song. Yeah. But if our en entire, like, world, or at least uh, the United States, has this worldview and everything is pushing it, like, I read a lot of YA novels, and gosh, the romance adult. in those, like, <laughs> you know, like, Twilight, yeah. and you know, even yeah. those older ones where it's like, your love is, you know, past. I'm a vampire that's like 1,800 oh years old, and yeah. I've picked this one weird girl from high school. Yeah. You know, like Bella, no, yeah, like this high schooler. <laughs> it's yeah. weird, you know. <laughs> but like when you're reading the books at that time, you're like, oh, this is like, you know, this transcendent love. Well, I, th I think it's uh, it's funny too because you're talking about the girl in like junior high. If that's something she wants, you're probably not going to find that in a 13 or 14 year old boy. <laughs> I can almost assure you. It has to be an 1800 year old vampire because yes, nobody else is going to yeah. offer you that. Right. And, but how, like, but yeah, if you enter into a relationship, like a dating relationship, thinking like it's got to be yeah. this, especially again, yeah, high school and middle school, like it's not going to be that. Yeah, oh, the, yeah. The standards you're going to have for that person aren't going to be met at all. And, yeah, and a lot of love, love songs today are are that like it's like it's got to be this like deep, like yeah, transcendent miracle. Like it's got to yeah. be this, and if it's not that, you're like, I guess my love life is down the tubes. I don't know. Right. So because like especially in committed, you know, marriage relationships, there are going to be times, months, maybe even years, <laughs> that are hard. Yeah. And they're not going to be like this at all. And so when you hear these then it can really discourage you too if you don't have your foundation set in the right spot so that's my question that i wanted to talk about a little bit is like we keep saying that this is not an like this isn't the correct worldview but can we back that up biblically no, so, no um, <laughs> yeah and so because I, like the the thing i've really been looking at recently in the bible is just like how like we're called to die to ourselves and deny yeah. ourselves and to like put Christ above all things in our life. And it, I mean, mm -hmm. it talks about like, like if you love your mother or father more than me, like it's like almost you have to hate them. And he's not saying like you go punch them or whatever. Don't, don't punch your mom's kids. But um, no, but it's like, 
our love for him has to be like what they're talking about in these songs. Like that's what has to be first. Yeah. And then because if if that relationship is first, our relationship with Christ, then we can love like we're supposed to. Because otherwise, it just becomes this selfish thing. Or I'm trying to get this yeah. from somebody else. And and when we do that, it's backwards. Yeah. Like the greatest commandment: love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. That's first, and then love your neighbor as yourself. And so if we don't have a proper love of God, we can't love others in the right way. And so then it comes out in this, like, I have to find my fulfillment in these other people type thing. Yeah. Well, and it can be, uh, you're talking about, like, the the selfless thing rather than being selfish. I think a lot of people, they go into that and like, I want that. Like, I want this transcendent, this miracle of where I can feel this connection with a person so that I can be complete, so I can be fulfilled. And if you're looking for a person to do all that for you, one, that's probably not going to happen. No, it's not. <laughs> and two, then it's a mindset of I'm just seeing what I can get from it rather than what I can give. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a tough place to be in because we, we all want that relationship. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, but if we don't love God properly, then it's not going to ever happen that way. Right. So um, I, the last song on the album, Walls, I really like that song. I think it yeah. was, I think they played it on SNL. I didn't watch the the live version of it, but um, but throughout like each song, like I'm like, there's like some really weird things. Oh, there's a lot of drug references too. Mm. Oh yeah. So um, I don't know, I don't know smoking weed, uh, but yeah, but it was like a marijuana. It's legal there, I would say. But then yeah, but then there was some like weird, um, I, like I, this is what I don't like when I read song lyrics. And I'm like, I have no idea what this is. I'm like I yeah. I don't get. What they're trying to say, because the walls song, it's like you would make the walls cry. I was like, what does that mean? Like, what? <laughs> like yeah, I was like, I don't have yeah, any yeah. idea what that means. But but the song was cool. And I'm like, oh, I like this. And yeah, but there's like some cool beats, some some funk. Yeah, no, like, I would say it's a fun to li- it's a fun album to listen to as yeah. much as we're kind of saying like the lyrics are but you, I, kind of bad, but. And that's like, you have to listen to lyrics and songs because a lot of times people are like, oh, I don't listen to lyrics, but you do. Like it gets in your head. And so it's like, what, what is it saying? Yeah. So. You're like, you're repeating those things in your, like I, on the way here, I was listening to Vacation Eyes and it's like. <laughs> <laughs> Again, weird. Yeah, song. it was weird, but it's like, I'm going to have Vacation Eyes for the rest of my life. And we were actually talking about this song at work because we all had just gotten back from vacations with our kids and we were like. If you saw my vacation eyes, it would be like bloodshot oh, and like ready to be home. Yeah. <laughs> like anger money. and all this stuff. And I was like, and I'm gonna have these vacation eyes the rest of my life. And I was like, well, what happens when you take your kids on vacation? Because <laughs> yeah, you're not gonna different. have those then. <laughs> so all right. Well, check out or don't check out the new Jonas Brothers album. But yeah, but just yeah, be fine. wise with the lyrics ahead of time. But uh yeah. So oh man, it's time for all right so this happened in denver colorado but it was a tampa woman uh on a Mm. plane about to fly back to tampa and um as as tends to happen on flights sometimes you get a little bit angry so this lady became belligerent so i don't know what belligerent i mean that just like (laughs) like very mean uh (laughs) and so then then after that then she was asked to leave the flight and so as she's getting escorted off the plane she grabs one of the you know the intercom phones you like yeah. talk to the people and i be sure your safety belts are fastened um she took one of those phones and then hit a hit one of the um 
stewardesses with it. But she, she picked up an intercom phone and struck a flight attendant with it. So that she was so mad that she, <laughs> she had to smack somebody, somebody on the it. way out with a phone. Like, like that's really going to help your situation here. Well, and, and like the idea that you like picked up the phone, like, why don't you just like backhand her? Or something? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, did you not have it? Hey, like, some people are like that. Like they don't hit. They just look for something to grab and then throw yeah. or hit somebody with. <laughs> she throws it, but it's on the spring. And it comes back and just hits her. In the are face. you a skin to skin fighter? Or are you <laughs> some people, object? Fighter? Well, yeah, but, I mean, you're walking out. You're mad. Like, I mean, I think I would throw a punch rather than like a phone. Chris well, is a puncher. You're a skin to skin fighter, then. That's true. I, I don't think I would. Chris has it. punched a flight attendant, but he would never <laughs> smack her with a phone. I, I feel like I've the worst I would ever do is like maybe push somebody. Yeah. <laughs> push, like just in anger. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, but so when it comes to like worldview stuff on this, like, I. I feel like on flights, people are a lot more entitled than because this you hear about this quite a bit. Yeah, on, people getting like, airplanes. so mad at on airplanes. But why? Why on airplanes? Like why? Do, I mean, traffic the same thing. Traveling but, like, is a very high stress in yeah. the first place. Yeah. So and now, like I was because the article doesn't give much detail. I want to know what happened. Like I want to know what yeah, started this. Yeah, this is what makes me mad. Is like why yeah, doesn't the exactly. article say like why she was asked to get off? She became belligerent. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. No, That's where the story started. <laughs> yeah. She became so, belligerent. She became belligerent and then then she was asked to leave because she I guess she was yelling and yeah. throwing fits and all that stuff. But I yeah, when when it comes to traveling, it is stressful. And so, like, if you don't have your seat or somebody's in your seat or... Or if there's an eight-hour layover or if you are about to yeah, miss your like flight and then it's delayed. Patience. I think people's crying. patience just, like, goes out the window. Well, yeah, like, this past week I saw, a, I think it was a TikTok where this lady just, like, she doesn't want to wait in that line to get off the plane. So she starts shoving everyone to the side <laughs> and, like, pushing them into the seat <laughs> as she's walking by. And she's like... I'm not waiting in this line. And everyone's like, it's funny because all of the, it was like a row of ladies that she was just like shoving into the, and all they started doing was yelling and like tattling on her to the flight attendant. They're like, this woman is just shoving everybody by. And they, they looked like little kids, like oh telling their teacher on their friend or something. And I was like, what? It turns everybody into like babies. I uh, yeah. Fly. Wait, you flown? I flown me one time. First time flying was with me. Um, so fun. But yeah, and it was a little bit stressful because you'd never flown before. But yeah. But did you ever feel like I'm gonna fight? Like somebody. smacking somebody? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. When I saw those prices for those peanuts, I'm like, ah, this is <laughs> five dollars for a little. <laughs> yeah. But, but I think like I, I I could see myself pushing people if I got like. Because that, that time at the end of the plane ride, you get up and it's just, I get a little bit claustrophobic because yeah, it's like, there's get, all these you, people around me yeah. and I, like if something happens, like I can't get out. Yeah. And so I feel like at that Trapped. moment, I, I feel like something could go off in my brain where I'd be like, I need to, I got to get out or I'm going to flip out on everybody. Now, do you think yeah. that at your worst, like you had a, the, the worst week of your life and you get on the worst case scenario, you get on this flight and then so many things go wrong. Do you think you could do what this person did? Oh, absolutely. You think you could hit somebody? No, I, I wouldn't. You don't think so? I don't know. Maybe you could. <laughs> my, my worst <laughs> flying experience was coming back from China when we adopted our uh, daughter. And it, I mean, she cried most of the way back. And well, so that's not a short flight, right? Oh, it is not. It's 12 hours. <laughs> 12 and so, hours. Um, so we had that flight. And then we hadn't really slept 
Uh, and so basically, like, I had been up for a really long time. Yeah. And, and that flight was late getting into the Detroit airport. And so we couldn't fly home that night, which we were supposed to, I think. I don't know if you guys were already at the airport. I think some people were oh, are preparing to yeah, go yeah. to the Evansville airport. And so, so we got to Detroit. Our other flight to Evansville had already left. And so we had to get a hotel room. And I remember, like, I remember in that hotel room thinking, like, I, this is the closest I've ever felt to crazy. Because both kids were crying. Yeah. And, like, we hadn't slept. And we were trying to, like, get them to go to sleep. And we had, like, five hours to sleep until, like, the flight in the morning. And I was like... I don't know what I'm going to do. Cause yeah, it, yeah, oh, I so, know. You get in that so, situation yeah. and you're tired and there's so many other things going so on. So had I been on a plane and somebody's like, you need to sit down or get, your, choke somebody. get your kid under control. I'm like, you want to stay <laughs> under control? Like, I, I could see it then. Man but. got belligerent and was asked to leave. The, well, and then it's like you're asked to leave. Yeah. You're trying to, you're oh. like, oh, you can't go home now. <laughs> the last flight we were on, um, my daughter did that. She cried. The whole way, and it was like a two-hour flight, and it was it was not good. But the next day, my because my dad was on that flight too, so the next day my dad saw this this man that was on our flight, and that guy was like, "Ooh, how about that crying baby the whole time?" And oh, my yeah. and my dad was like, "Yeah, my granddaughter was having a really hard time. She has an ear infection." And the man was like, "Oh, oh." <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> Yeah. Like, whoops! I slipped that in. Zing! That man became belligerent. Um, but yeah. So hey, if you're traveling, don't hit people with phones or anything for that matter. Just put your stolen AirPods in. <laughs> yeah, relax. Exactly. <laughs> My AirPods pinged on this plane. You know, sir, you can't be on this plane. <laughs> they pinged. That kid. He's got AirPods. That's got what AirPods in. She was like, "This lady next to me. My AirPods are dinging in this spot. <laughs> <laughs> she stole my AirPods." And they start fighting. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, hey, I will end our time with uh, talking about YouTube channels because YouTube child YouTube stars are like a really big deal, like kids yeah. YouTube and stuff like that. But if, when you were like, if you were a kid starting a YouTube channel, what would you? What would your YouTube channel have been like? Grow like in your time period that you grew up in. If YouTube existed. If YouTube when existed. I was a kid. I. From like if I was like high school, middle school, because we, yeah. I, the technology that you kids have nowadays, I, I'm telling you, it's awesome. With all your fax machines and microwaves, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> with those newfangled flight attendant phones, uh, pick up at a moment's notice. But no, because we would make videos for our classes, but yeah. like yeah. the editing stuff, like we didn't have. Well, like I said in that other episode with Lord of the Rings, I taped or like. VHS tape. Re recorded. Yeah. Oh, you recorded oh, the screen. I recorded the screen because there was no way to like, I don't know, download. And I, well, I had a friend because I, I did a project on Pinky and the Brain, another one. Uh, wow. I did one several, of five. <laughs> two major projects in school, <laughs> in my high school. But he somehow got clips and was able to, I don't know how he did it, but he did He's it. a hacker. Yeah, he was. Yeah, uh, ahead of his time. Uh, yeah. And so. You know, he works for that. Disney. Uh, but, uh, but I, yeah, so we would make videos. So we made a spoof on the Blair Witch Project. Oh, none of us had seen it. We oh, I remember you didn't that. even we see call it. it. We called it the Hair Witch Project. Using my playground. Yeah, we used the playground. It. it was super dumb. Uh, there was a scene with a one armed man trying to get across monkey bars. I oh, gosh. <laughs> it made no sense. Like, the whole wow. thing was that, really that's bizarre. Genius. But, uh, but in the in the process, because like, you would have you would film a scene and then you'd have to go back and watch it because uh, it, it was all recorded on a VHS 
thing. And if you recorded on the smaller ones, you had to like figure out a way to get it to VHS so you could actually watch it. And so it was just the whole process was so cumbersome and so difficult because yeah. you had to like, because now you just film a couple scenes and then like, okay, this is the best one and yep. take the clip of it and all that stuff. And so uh, a lot of high school projects we did like in Spanish class, we had to make videos for that. And so I, I feel like if Pinky I, in the brain in Espanol. <laughs> yeah, in Espanol. Our Spanish ones were great. But, uh, but I, so I would probably have done like movie spoofs um, oh, okay. with my friends. Like it would have just been us making cheap versions of movies like, like be kind rewind yes like sweeted the, the sweeted version <laughs> <laughs> it's been so long since i've seen that movie and it was it was disappointing I, I it was i was excited for that movie but didn't. you've never heard of it no it's not it. even close it's jack, it's black. jack black yeah oh, i've heard of him because he like he, he, ba he basically does that he spoofs all the movies in his video store because he erases them on accident <laughs> he erased all the movies so he has to redo it so yeah but he makes and then yeah. people but it, it could have been a lot funnier and it, it wasn't so nice. yeah. all right what about you guys what youtube channel what would you have i think i would have been like one of those it would have been like antique roadshow but with my beanie babies <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> <laughs> like now this beanie baby was oh, you know that's what born you in 1993 <laughs> give a whole backstory <laughs> yeah. old lumpers or whatever because they lumpers. have the weird names like this born on october birth, 23rd. yeah their birthday and it's like no you can see this tag is black and white before they turned red you know old school the beanie babies. i think i've been one of those like yeah showing off my beanie babies <laughs> that's a big thing uh for me it would probably i was really into when i was younger like parkour and trampoline tricks Ooh. oh so i watched a lot of trampoline trickers on youtube and <laughs> i was into trickers. trampoline trickers <laughs> trick or treat and <laughs> parkour genius. stuff so that was a uh, horse stuff Parkour. Parkour. <laughs> you know, trampolines. Like, oh, we've got a horse girl <laughs> a horse on our trampoline. hands. <laughs> yeah. You put the horse on a trampoline and it gets wild. You parkour off its back. <laughs> so, parkour. I, I would do, do that. that. That was fun. All right. So, Jimmy, tell us about child YouTube stars. Yeah. And yeah. Why it's the new craze. It's the new craze. Well, so to give some backstory, so me and Chris went to a YouTube conference and one of the speakers up there, he was a manager for uh, a bunch of YouTubers. And he was like, uh, how many of you guys know the number one single most subscribed YouTuber in the world right now? We all thought of Mr. Beast. Everyone, they, they yell at Mr. Beast or T-Series, which is a Indian production company. So that wasn't a single person, so that didn't count. But uh, he's like, no, it's actually this eight-year-old girl named Like Nastya. That's her channel. Yeah. So at the time, she had uh, 102 million subscribers. And Mr. Beast had like 98 million subscribers. Oh, wow. So, but she's an eight year old. So, he gave a little bit of a backstory. So, she, and she's got uh, like Nashtia, and then she's also got a bunch of other channels that are like Nashtia, just overdubbed in all these different languages. Yeah. But, so she's eight years old right now, and the, uh, the biggest subscribed YouTube channel. And he's like, I approached their family, and he's like, basically, our vision behind it, we were going to build her into like this Disney empire. Yeah. And they signed her when she was three years old. So this was the plan by the time this she from when she was three years old. That is like, this is our plan. We're going to build her into this media empire that everyone for years and years will remember like Nashja. Is she still? Well, interesting. Yeah. So she's still doing it. And so at the time she had 101 million subscribers yeah. and Mr. Beast had 98. She's at 103. And now Mr. Beast is at like 154. 
Oh, so wow. he's he's sur- surpassed her. Yeah, he's yeah got okay, another fifty million. What's her thing? What does she do? So so I, I've watched it's a hand- the worst. <laughs> I watched a, so it's kind of uh, I mean almost like uh, just cartoons that kids would watch. So basically, she goes through a lot and of she's it. She's not a cartoon. She's not a cartoon. So it's her, but then they uh, are at their house or at, they're at some other place, and they do like go on an adventure. And there's other characters that are played either by her parents or other people. And it's kind of like just following her doing different stuff, or they'll do like a certain activity. The, the one I, the one we watched, it was uh, the rules of the hotel. Oh yeah. Like when you go to a hotel, how do you behave? Yeah. And she's like, oh, don't jump on the bed. Yeah. And then they're like, and it shows her jumping on the bed, and then her dad's like, no, 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 and then she gets down. And he's like, don't run through the halls yelling, and then she does it, and then he's like, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. I hate everything. But do like do little kids? I get, well apparently so. Hundred million, hundred million kids like it. Yeah, wow. So so, the but, qu- there, but there's a lot. There's quite a few. Oh yeah, younger I mean, one. Yeah, yeah. So she's a. I mean, one of the most popular one was uh, Ryan Toy Reviews. He was the biggest one for a long time. Oh really? Wait. So, Ryan's toy reviews. Oh yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. he would like he yeah, would open yeah. up toys and play with them, and yeah. then like I mean people. Sponsored him. Oh yeah. Now, now he's older, and they're weird videos. Oh, I know. Watch videos. <laughs> he's more. like, oh, hey, mom, let's play a game together. But they had like a yeah. um, one of those so tables. Is he still big? I, I he's not as big, not, not as, as popular. But what they've done really well is now they have like all these products you'll see in like Walmart and Target, where it's like he, they have a whole line of stuff. Because right. I think just from like the YouTube channel, at one point they were making like twenty four million dollars a year. Just from the YouTube stuff. And now that they've gone into merchandise and all that, I'm yeah. sure they're making quite a bit more. Oh, my goodness. So so what – like, is that okay? Is it okay to take a three-year-old and be like, we're going to make this person into a empire? And yeah. she like has no Like, you have no a trajectory say. for their life yeah. for a couple of years at least. Yeah. And so – but, so but she really doesn't have a say in it. It's her parents. Yeah. Right. And they're like, oh, we're like, – Russian, right? It's Russia. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to make – Lots of money, and they're like they're very well off from their house and stuff that yeah. they do tours of and uh, all that. Yeah, and so, uh, yeah, w- would you do that if somebody came and like offered Amos is five? Like, hey, I, I would for Shepard. Shepard would be hilarious, my son. And they're like, yeah, well, and you'll probably have ten million dollars by year six. Oof. See, yeah, when you add money to it, it's hard to like yeah. not you know go down that route and i don't i don't know like i think i would have to constantly because well that's the thing is like i have a lot of friends who don't put their kids on social media yeah and because it's not really their choice and if you put them out there yeah and it just seems like you're exposing them to the world to public especially a hundred million people yeah like that's a lot that's a that is a lot. lot And you've basically decided something for them that's going to affect the rest of their life. Yeah. But you do that anyway with your kids, but not on like such a not, you just don't get paid a, for it. global scale. Not on a global scale. Yeah. yeah. And and have people. That's the thing is you're bringing other people into your family and yeah. into your life and yeah. having them dictate that. Well, and it become like you almost have to be that person on screen all the time like, yeah because if you're out in public and, mm. and you just want to be a regular eight-year-old and yeah. like throw a fit and get in trouble i mean that reflects badly on the brand yeah and so you have to like 
I, you have to monitor that. And so it's probably right. like, oh, here's where you can go and what you can do. And so, so you kind of miss out on some of the, the childhood stuff. I, I think recently, I don't know if it was you or not, like somebody was talking about Jim Carrey, like, like he became Jim Carrey, the character yeah. and, and everybody expected him to be that way. And he couldn't really mm -hmm. be himself. Like he couldn't yeah. be what he wanted to be because everybody's expecting him to be this goofy over the top guy. And so it's like, and it, I mean, he's a grown man. And so as a mm -hmm. kid, like, how do you work through that stuff? Well, I'm, I'm sure we'll have more of these examples as these first generation kid YouTubers <laughs> yeah. age out because we, but we've already seen some of the consequences with that of Disney kids and Nickelodeon they, kids. Yeah. yeah. They have, they like a lot of them are very outspoken about their journey and they yeah. like usually go through some sort of, you know, not necessarily crisis of faith, but you know, crisis of identity. Yeah. And were and the Jonas Brothers like that? Because were they on Disney? They were. Or Nickelodeon. Yeah. They had a show. Yeah. They were on Disney. Was Disney? Because okay. they yeah. did like Camp Rock and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so Sam from iCarly was very much that way, where she's written a whole book, basically saying why. I think the book title is like "I'm Glad My Mom Died." And basically yeah. talking oh, yeah. about how she hated her mom and her mom forced her to do this because they had no money and she hated it the whole time, but she just continued to do it. Mm -hmm. Wait, she had no money? Yeah. Well, yeah, that's kind of what got them into it. Oh, doing, they, they were poor. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. I guess I've seen that book title, but I didn't yeah. know what that was about. So it's the girl from iCarly. Yeah. Which I never watched. But it's a good one. We, but we've seen yeah. like child stars like a lot. Like Macaulay Culkin was the one that kind of went crazy for Off a while. Off the deep end. Yeah. Yeah. And well, and there's there's more. Well, a lot. There's yeah. more stuff coming out. I mean, this goes into the deeper like Hollywood scandals. Right. And, and yeah. Of thing. like what you're expected to do and and those sort of things as as kids to get these roles. Yeah. Um, well, and I think to some degree, I think that is possibly the good thing about YouTube is it's your parents running it. And then obviously if you yeah. bring a manager in, then they, they have some say, but I have seen some kid YouTube channels where literally it's just the kid and the parents and they'll go out and do a fun activity for the day. And yeah. because they have money into the channel, they're able to do more and more fun stuff. It's like they go to this giant trampoline park or they, fill their living room with uh, these balls that they get to play in, like a giant ball pit. And just, it looks like they're just going out and doing fun stuff all the time. Right. Yeah. And that's what, because there's other YouTube channels that do that, like with kids, but then there's Blippy. Yeah. Who kind of goes around to yeah. stuff. And so, but, but if you watch that stuff as a kid, do you think, oh man, I wish my family had a giant ball pit living room. Like, or is it, maybe like, do you kind of start to, I mean, covet those things, like wish, like, oh, my life isn't good because... Well, it's just like starting them on the train just early. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because we're already, like, we are like that when we watch yeah, TikTok and, and um, you know, reels and stuff. You're like, yeah. that's just a problem that everyone faces. So you're just kind of exposing them, that to them early. I think, okay, so going back to the question, like, what I do with my this with yeah. my kids. I think what I've, in healthy ways that I've seen families do this is if the kids do like YouTube channels and they want it. They've asked, yeah. like they've said, like, I want to start a YouTube channel building with Legos or I want to start a YouTube channel where I bake for people. And yeah. then the parents are like, just help them out with that. Yeah. But they say like, okay, you, you're going to do it though. 
as, and so they don't like. But so they're not running it like you have to keep doing this. Yeah, they're not signing them when they're until three. the checks come <laughs> you in. You know, when they're yeah. three years old, they're like, "Ooh, mm-hmm. you're gonna you better be bake on them YouTube. another pie." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> get back to that kitchen. Uh, but, so my daughter wants to uh, Quincy wants yeah. to make a YouTube channel. Like she's done like some drawing stuff and things like that, and she like wants to get into it further. But I'm like as a parent, like I I don't know. I don't want you in that world because I know oh. for me because. I mean, recently I, I preached and they, you guys put up some reels and one of them kind of out of context <laughs> about something. And like Uh-oh. people are like, I can't believe like, cause we did the NF reaction videos. Yeah. Like, Oh, I like you reacting to NF, but this is too much. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. So, but yeah, but I know but how that affects, makes me feel. Yeah. yeah of like sure. comments and Your stuff. Identity. And so I don't want to expose mm-hmm. that to my kid. Who's like, figure out who she is and all that stuff and then yeah. like to have all these people yeah if, especially stuff. if you're gonna read the comments and adjust around yeah your audience well i would hard. recommend to not yeah. do <laughs> if you have your kids to have a youtube channel don't have them read the comments <laughs> as yeah. a general well and i mean a lot of kids channels the because kids youtube is different where right. a lot of the channels they don't have comments at all or that they're heavily kind of filtered and stuff like that so yeah. hopefully you won't be getting that kind of stuff <laughs> I want exposed to everything. Yeah. This is how yeah. the world is. <laughs> so I don't uh, know. See, I, I obviously I don't have a kid, but I, I feel like that would be something, especially like you said, if, if there is some interest in it and if you have a hobby, Hey, let's try this and just make some fun videos out of it and just mm-hmm. see what happens. See if you like doing this, see if, uh, and just, it's a fun activity. Yeah. I might be biased. I like YouTube. I did take my son on one of our Fresh Fish Friday. That's true. He's videos. a YouTuber now. Yeah. And so, and he was really funny. <laughs> He's like telling jokes and That's stuff. That's true. And, and headbanging to hardcore music. It was great. But, uh, but yeah, but I don't know, I, like making that a career for him, I, I don't think I would do that. Really? Yeah. But for me. For you. <laughs> if he I said, make a career out of him for me. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that money. So 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 if your kids kind of did it on their own, how would you feel about them having YouTube as a career? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't I feel like YouTubers have to work really hard. Like <laughs> yeah. like there's well, like, and that's why they're able to, to get those outsized rewards is because they are working exceptionally hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember there's a guy like he was a streamer and he's like I haven't had a day off in like years because like you have oh, yeah. to do it every day and you have to like yeah. keep making content and it's like a constant yeah, thing. Yeah, well, and we've talked about that burnout already. Yeah, totally. So I I think like any job, you're just going to have to set boundaries and all that. So it's just going to be harder for kids. Right. And so as a parent, you're going to have to really coach them through well, that. Well, I do, I do think, unfortunately, because I've talked to multiple people like this, is people, especially kids, they see these big YouTubers and they think just by making a couple of videos, well, then you get super famous and super rich. Right. Yeah. And it's like they see Mr. Beast and it's like, oh, you know, he's just on there. He can make videos and he's got all this money. So if I become a YouTuber, I'll just be super rich and famous. And right. they don't realize that he has put literally more than a decade of obsessing in this and working you know, eight hours a day, seven days a week for a decade mm-hmm. to do that. Right. So, yeah. And, and I think, I mean, there are parents that listen to this. And so just be wise with how you let your kids like on, interact with any social media yeah. because I, cause it does become this hole that I get, I mean, I get pulled into as an adult of like, Oh, I've got to make more videos. And I like, when we post podcasts, I'm like, Oh man, this one didn't get as many views as the last one. What, yeah. what do I need to change the, 
the thumbnail to or the yeah, title title. or yeah or like oh this short yeah. only and got you just start you just start chasing the wrong things and it's like why did we do this in the first place yeah and it's because we had a, a passion for something and and then you start focusing on the wrong things well and i i've heard this quote uh before but i really like it it's a a man that loves to walk will always walk further than a man who loves the destination so and i I think the good thing about youtube is you can be i have a super passion for beanie babies and you can you can make fifty thousand dollars a year by you know putting the work in and doing it for years and just be yeah just talking about beanie babies like people want to watch that content if you can be the person that does that you can basically replace what you would work at a nine to five just by talking about beanie babies so i think that you don't have to not everyone has to be mr beast where you're the top youtuber in the world you can have just a YouTube channel talking about things you're passionate about. And I think you can make that into a career. Yeah. So work hard kids. All right. Well, Hey, thanks for joining us for worldview finder. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Chris. I'm Adrian and I'm Jimmy. We'll see you next time.